delayed uh, episode of The Weekend Wire. We got the Kyrie Irving trade news um, about two hours ago. Uh, we were going to record a pod anyway, and then that happened, so it made it a lot better. We've got Drew here, our Mavericks fan extraordinaire. Um, we've got Aro online. It's been a while since we did one of these. I think it's been like maybe over a month. Um, life happens. I'm not going to apologize. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, stay strong. <laughs> yeah, we're about two thirds through the season here. I think the All Star break is next week, and um, every team's played like 54 games, so just about two thirds. Um, then we'll hit playoffs in about two months here, so good time. But yeah, we're gonna start breaking down this this Kyrie trade that happened um, this afternoon. Um, what what was the instant reaction from y'all? I don't let Drew take this. It's his team. Okay, yeah. Um, I first saw I first saw the tweet. I I kind of like had to make sure it wasn't a parody account because I've been duped by parody accounts before. But putting it into kind of perspective, anytime you get the best player in one of those deals, it's always a good thing. And then anytime you try and pair a guy like that with a guy like Luca, it's always going to be an interesting you know fit for the first couple games. Kind of like when Harden got traded to the Nets a couple of years back, I wanted to see how they fit the first couple of games. And I mean, their offense was fine, but give away your best defender and unprotected first, albeit six years from now, and then a couple of seconds. So it's, it's, it's really a win now move, which I mean, everyone talks about extension talks being put on hold until summer. I think they'll reach an agreement two or four years, however, however long it is. I just don't think that you make that kind of move without you know, telling Tyree that you want him to be in Dallas for an extended period of time. But I also think this move uh, signifies the confidence they have in Josh Green. You know, he's obviously improved as, a, as an all-around player, but definitely as a shooter and defender this year. And obviously he's going to take up a whole bunch of those Dorian Finney-Smith minutes that are, you know, now open. Um, so that that was just for me. I'm, I'm excited to see if they make another move because I think they need to pick up another defending wing and maybe a big man. But they have one or two uh, more first to trade, and then they have a couple pieces that, you know, may go together. So we'll, we'll see about that. But that was, that was my instant reaction. Uh, I know a team that has a, a wing, a 3 and D wing that's uh, <laughs> not get playing right now. <laughs> that's not playing right now. It's, yeah. uh, I've got <laughs> the same. Name of boss man. <laughs> first place my mind went. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like what you said about the Josh Green part i think that's pretty i think that's a pretty important piece of this that i didn't really think about at first um i also don't really think the picks matter like that you're giving up like because a those picks are going to be really like if luca is in dallas when those picks occur when that whatever that draft is 2029 um those picks are going to be really late round picks. And part of the reason why you do this is to keep him to, to make sure he does stay in Dallas um, because there's not, there's not smoke with him yet, but um, you know, we've seen this time and time again, uh, superstar gets drafted to place a, they don't build around them, LeBron, et cetera. Um, so that to me, like the picks, I wouldn't even like, it's like fairy dust to me. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I, like, I don't, I don't even consider the picks like a part of it. Um, but the thing that my first thought was 
if you just were able to keep Brunson last summer, then you don't have to do this. And you're able to keep Dorian Finney-Smith and Dinwiddie, who were both really important in the Phoenix series. And Dinwiddie especially was, was super important in the Jazz series. Um, it's kind of like one of those hindsight is 2020 things. And I think the, the crunch time offense, at least, will be better with Kyrie. And that's, a, that's been a problem for the Mavs that we've talked about on here, like, a lot. Um, it's going to be your turn, my turn a lot, probably. Um, but I think it's going to be hard to stop. Their offense will get better. Um, defense might slip up a little bit. But, yeah, Josh Green, I mean, if he can slide in. Um, and he, I think he's working towards someone who's not like an Isaac Okoro where teams are just going to, like, leave him um, – be on offense or like an Andre Roberson type type deal with the Thunder. Um, I, I guess like that was seven years ago now, but um, him like being, you know, just a nothing on offense. I think, I think he's, I think he's shown that that's not really like the deal with him anymore. So um, I like that you, you're kind of unlocking his potential with this too. You're kind of seeing what you have. And then, and then, you know, you'll see what you have in Hardy too, because that's another guy that's um, they're, they're kind of similar players. And um, yeah, I think, I think important piece is like Kyrie can't trust the guy. Um, we know that, but, um, I don't think they would make this deal. Like you said, Drew, without sort of having an understanding that he is going to resign if they offer him, uh, the contract that he was looking to get from nets, um, which is going to be, you know, in the 40, $40 million a year range, which seems like a lot for him, but, um, that's kind of what that's kind of where the league is right now. Like there's, there's guys making that kind of money who are worse. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of, it's not like, it's not like an earth shattering move to me. Um, I think that it's going to, it's going to help them in the short term for sure. Um, and in the long term, we'll see what happens. This could either be a clash of personalities with him and Luca like instantly or, um, they could get along. There's really no telling because it's Kyrie. So, yeah, I mean, all right, you want to go? No, I, I was going to say, like, I wasn't as worried about the clash of personalities. Like, I think they'll kind of make it work um, on the court no matter what. Um, but yeah, I just really like like having that second guy that can create. And like, that's something that, again, we've talked about with Dallas for so long that like they need a second guy that like is consistently going to get you a bucket. Dinwiddie did it at times. You had, you know, even I guess like Hardaway could do it at times, but it's nowhere close to what Kyrie can do. Um, and so this is, I think it's a game changer for them in, in a West that is like as open as it is. I think that extra shot making is probably worth giving up a little bit of, you know, a couple pieces that are, are good role players, but like you, in the playoffs, I don't think that's going to matter as much as just having that extra shot making. Yeah, I agree. I think another thing too was I, I saw a stat the other day that they were bottom of the league in clutch free throw shooting, something like sixty-five percent, something that's absolutely absurd. I think Kyrie's a career ninety percent free throw shooter. So just just helping in that aspect is going to help their late game stuff. But also even in you know times that Luke and Kyrie are on the floor together, teams double Luca, they blitz him off the pick and roll. And I mean, you want to play four on three with Kyrie, I and mean, that it's kind of like pick your poison when you're talking to other teams or playing other teams in the West. So, I mean, that's that's another thing I'm really excited for. And the Mavs defense this year, it, it took about eight steps back. So, I, I don't think that people who were talking about, oh, the Mavs, you know, they have the worst defensive trio in the league, which may be true. But, I mean, 
I think it's a deal that had to be made because the defense wasn't anything anyway. I think defense matters in the playoffs more than one-on-one individual stuff. And, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. From – it's telling to me that the Mavs who, you know, they're in a big market, you have a marketable superstar like this. It's interesting to me that they have made these big swing trades. in the past couple of years, Christian Wood being the other one, um, because they sort of are self-aware about the free agency issue with them, which is that they never get anyone. Um, and it's been a problem for a long time. Um, and it's really, it's really a thing with all the Texas teams, honestly, if you think about it, like the Rockets, Rockets, Spurs, and Mavs last 20 years, um, is Aldridge like the biggest guy who's came um for one of those teams probably um and (laughs) yeah I mean I'm struggling to think of another so um I think that's a piece of it they did clear some cap room with this move um and I guess like Kyrie's extension we'll see um so that that gives you some some additional flexibility if things do go wrong here uh, with this pairing but you know the the west is really um this is something I want to talk about later but uh, we'll mention it here too. The, the West is really stacked up right now where it's sort of like Denver and Memphis and then everybody else. And the Kings are, uh, the Kings have a little bit of breathing room, but it's kind of those two. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't think that if I, I don't know if Luca, like, I don't know if that Luca would, if Luca were to get injured, at any point and miss a stretch of, you know, five, 10 games, that could mean that the Mavs could fall to the plan or out of the plan because of how, how stacked up it is right now. And Curry's leg injury that just happened um, helps, helps a bit with this, with with the Mavs perspective, because I think he's going to miss like a month um, at least is what it sounds like. Um, But yeah, I think it is it is sort of Luca injury insurance because I think Kyrie would be able to run the show if something happens to Luca, or you just want to rest Luca because of the massive load he's carrying right now. Um, and I think I think they're going to be more fun to watch because frankly I haven't liked watching them that much this year. It's just kind of the hardened ball over over and over again. Um, but yeah, um, unless unless you guys have something else to say about the Mavs side of this. Um, I think we could talk about how it makes, how it affects the Nets. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the Nets, I mean, face value, this should improve their defense quite a bit. Um, there was a, there was a sentence in that Woj story today that said that they're going to try to use these picks to improve the roster more. Um, which leads me to believe they're not looking to trade KD unless he requests it, which he might. Um, and if he does, there was also something about how the Phoenix would be the first, the first team um, in line there. So we'll see the, what that, what happens there. Um, trade deadline still a couple of days away. Uh, I think it's on Thursday. So, um, but getting, getting Finney Smith, especially um, the lineups that they're going to be able to run, now are pretty interesting to think about where you could have a lineup of Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal, KD, uh, Finney Smith, and then Claxton, who are all, you know, above average defensive players. And that's not even 
talking, that's not even having Simmons in there at all. So um, you could get really creative with this. I think, I think the coaching change to Vaughn has shown that like Nash was just not the guy. I think he was put in a pretty impossible situation, but um, they've been just so much better with, with Vaughn running the show, especially on defense. Um, and yeah, I think the Simmons, the Simmons stuff, it's not looking good still. Um, he's, he's been, it's been pretty rough to watch the sort of the dump off pass. He, he, I was watching one of their games and he had, he had a play that looked exactly like the famous title play. Like, um, so it's not looking good. He never shoots free throws, um, doesn't want to. So I think that's going to rear its head a bit in playoffs, especially with Claxton, not, not being a great free throw shooter either, but it, it, it is going to help their defense. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they try to spend, they try to spend Dinwiddie and Finney Smith into another star. Um, I don't know who that could be. Um, doesn't seem like anyone's really disgruntled right now, unless you're looking for like a Trey Young type situation. Um, that doesn't make sense right now, really. Um, I don't know, like a like a superstar. Like who who would that be? I'm not talking like Ananobi here. Right. I mean, Siakam was the only other guy that I could like think of that like he's been kind of floating around, but like that's sort of more like the league kind of wants to make it happen, but like I don't, I don't really know how interested Toronto. I'd like is I'd like Siakam on the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you put Siakam in the short? I like Siakam, Siakam everywhere, man. <laughs> doing the short roll instead of like, um, what they've instead of like Wood, like that just seems that sounds so awesome to me. But um, I don't think I think they would have to like trade Wood to get that done, and probably some other stuff. So, is uh, Fleet worth going after? For, for the Nets, Nets, just have a ball handler. Like that's what worries me right now with this with this team. Is another ball handler? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, like, because Simmons, like, running the point is, like, kind of, eh. Well, you have Dinwiddie um, running the point. I guess you have Dinwiddie now, yeah. All right. If you were to try, I mean, you could trade him to Raptors. I mean, Van Vliet's been really, really bad this year. Um, and so that team. Right. I, I believed in them, and they're not <laughs> living up to anyone's expectations. Yeah. Um, and I was higher on them than most people, but, like, I mean, wow. Like it's been rough. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, other guys that have been like coming up in trade rumors, like it's kind of like John Collins, it's been like Turner. It's not, not really a lot of guards. Um, so yeah, if unless a, unless a star decides he wants out soon, then I don't really see it. Yeah. I just don't know who that would, who that would be. You know, I think like Beal was the guy that like you kind of had in terms of the guards that, you know, rumors are kind of circulating, but like I, that's done. It feels like Lillard. I don't think that's happening. So, do you have like another risk guy? Like the like when the Mavs took a uh, flyer on Dinwiddie for Porzingis, Nets Nets could take a flyer on somebody who, I mean, not necessarily gives them another point guard option, but it's like com- combo guard who can kind of you know do this, do that a little bit. And could play second unit, maybe guy was overpaid, but yeah, like like I said, I don't I don't know who that because nobody's really popular. Levine, or like maybe a DeRozan, I guess. Like if you're looking to Chicago, yeah. if they're looking to move pieces, I think Levine is a lot more likely to be traded. Um, yeah, from like I think the Bulls would probably rather trade Levine because of the injury history stuff. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. On the Mavs side, do you are you guys worried about? 
the defense dropping off because they're 24th in defense right now. And without Finney Smith and Dinwiddie, I would expect that would be worse if you're bringing Kyrie in. Is is it going to outweigh? Like, um, yeah, go for maybe. it. I just don't know how far it can drop off from where it is right now, especially because, you know, we're getting Cleaver back in a week, two weeks, however long it is. He's coming back and he's probably now our best defender. Um, he can switch one through, maybe not one through four, but uh, two through four, he can play good defense on really anybody. I haven't seen anybody really cook him to say, you know, but I mean, in terms of like team defense, I, I just don't know how much farther it could drop off, like how worse it could get because it's been, it's been awful this year. It's been terrible. Yeah. Which is kind yeah. of surprising. Could Like that was really one of their hallmarks last year. I don't, I don't really know what's causing it. If it's an X's and O's thing or, or not, but um, that, that was kind of a shocking, that was a shocking number when I checked out basketball reference this morning. Um, let's see. Um, so Kyrie now, he's kind of wrecked three franchises <laughs> where. Oh, would you count Cleveland? I don't know if I'd count I Cleveland. guess not, but like they, they, they got significantly worse because he wanted to leave. Like that, okay. that, yeah. that 2017 Cavs team was kicking ass in the East. And the, yeah. the next year, even with LeBron being like what he was, it's still like those series were grinds. Like the Pacers series went seven and they could have very uh, They should have lost that. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, same well, with, was on one that yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then I think J.R. Smith shot like he didn't like, he didn't miss a single three against Toronto the whole series. Like, just, you know. Um, and then you have the Celtics, where the the sort of iteration of that team kind of goes down. That the 2019 season, where they, they're like, we still believe that no one could beat us in this seven-game series. And they lose in five to the Bucks, And, you know, Kyrie's trying to guard Giannis in the playoffs. And it's just – it was just a murder. Um and you have the Nets, who on paper had the greatest big three of all time. We saw it for one series against the Celtics and never saw it again. So now Katie's last man standing. And is this going to happen in Dallas? Probably not. I think they're, I think they're a stronger organization than, than um, maybe not the Celtics, but either of the, the Cavs or the Nets have been. Um, and I think Luca is more like the chance to play with Luca has to be a little more intoxicating for Kyrie than it is to play with some of the older players like LeBron and um, Katie in the past. But man, you never, I mean, you never know what he's going to do, what he's going to say. Um, and I don't know. I just would, I, I just don't know how you could ever not walk on eggshells or feel like you're walking on eggshells with him. Well, that's the concerning part right? like a guy that didn't want to play with LeBron like how can you trust him to, to want to play with anybody else um, so I, I don't know and like it's not like LeBron was that old at that point either you know he was still like, he's still the best player in the league so I don't know um, that's what worries me about about the trade is like yeah does he do something to mess this up but I mean the on-court basketball fit like you guys were saying like you can't 
blitz Luca as much now. Like he's got another option that like you go to, and like all of a sudden, if you give Kyrie space, like it's you know he's gonna get you a bucket. It's just yeah, you you worry. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like Dallas is kind of a low key enough place that like you can kind of get by. Like Boston, Brooklyn, it's a little bit more. You know, I don't want to say bigger markets because Dallas is a big market, but like it's not as um, it's just not like in the media in the same way. So it's more more the Cowboys up here. I also think that uh, yeah, you, you don't really make the trade unless you, you kind of have that in the back of your mind that this could completely blow up in your face. But I think it's I think it's a risk you have to take when when Luke is out and you have to rely on Spencer Dinwiddie who just got what was it. Four of 19 a couple games ago, and then Hardaway got three of 18. I mean, you just need this guy who gets bucket. And you can, Kyrie's got the best handle ever, maybe, who knows, but the guy who can get you a bucket, like everything else that comes with him, like you, you understand that and kind of say, hey, you know, that to yourself, you know, we're all good over here. We got the culture brewing over here. And that's a that's one thing that uh, I can't give Dixie Kid a lot of credit for. Is his ability to keep the locker room together even during tough stretches last year and uh, through the beginning of this year. So I'm interested to see how how uh, Jason Kidd and Kyrie mix because it was a lot of uh, there was a lot of people on Twitter saying it was another Rick Carlisle Rajon Rondo thing, which you know obviously didn't work out. It blew up in everybody's face. But I mean. When, when well, Rondo is also a very Rondo is a very different problem than Kyrie is. No, no, I completely Rondo's very hard headed about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it's just more of it's just, it's just another bucket getter, and there's not really many bucket getters you can get on the market right now. I mean, you said Siakam, Siakam can do a little bit of everything, but you're gonna have to mortgage the entire future to get him and pair him with Luca. So, yeah, I, I it could blow up in you know the mad faces, but I definitely think it's a risk that you have, that they had to take. Yeah, I mean, like on the court, dude, like he's still, he's averaging 27 points this year. He's an all star starter and he's doing it on really good shooting. Like the numbers are just unreal. Um, so it's not like he's falling off on the court. He's he's playing this year. You know, he's played 40 games. He's played more games than a lot of other stars. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll, they'll make a, they'll make it work. Um, and and um, again, like for the playoffs, I just feel like this, the, the team that Dallas had before, like it needed something you had to inject something in there. And I think you, you got to go big swing for the fences. Like you said, the, the picks don't matter as much. Uh, and the players, like, I think if you find another, you know, if it's a three and D wing, uh, if you get like one of your guys to develop into that player, like, I think you're going to be fine. You know, you're only running six, seven guys in the playoffs anyways. So. Do either of you think that they should be the favorites in the West? No. No. Yes, actually. I'll say, yeah. I don't, I don't buy Denver I don't, though. So I, I don't. I would still put Denver above them. I think, I think, I think this, I think I would put the Mavs above Memphis. And I think if those two teams were to play, I like the Mavs in the matchup a lot. But I would still have Denver, I think. I'd I, I put the Mavs at two. I have Denver at one, but I don't think there's anybody other than Denver who can beat them in the seven game series. You guys yeah. don't like the Pelicans, man? Am I the only person on the Pelicans train in the world? I mean, we could talk about that, but I mean, Jesus Christ. I like them a lot. Man. I mean, yeah, they got to get healthy. They got to get healthy. They got to get healthy. It's so, like, it is so frustrating. <laughs> I don't want, I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. We, we, I mean, you're watching them night to night. I'm not. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't believe they won yesterday. I was shocked. 
I've been betting against them every single game. And I've won a lot because they, they had lost 10 in a row or whatever it was. But, um, yeah, they got All the Falcons it. weird, man. You can't be load managing a fucking toe. <laughs> Makes me sick. All right. Zion, uh, <laughs> oh, Zion, sure. Right. Take, take the that time. All time quote. I hope someone sniffs that out. The Ingram Just put that on Twitter, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. The Ingram stuff is maddening. I'm glad he's back. He had a really good game last night too. So whatever. But uh, um, all right, yeah. So Aro, you would have you would have uh, Pelicans. Well, actually, probably Dallas Pelicans, Denver. So Pelicans over Denver. Yeah, I, I don't buy Denver. I think we match up against yes. Denver really well, actually. But... I, yeah, they have too many matchup problems, man. Like Pelicans are a bad matchup. I think Dallas is a bad matchup for them to be honest well, with you. Golden State's their worst matchup, and they might Golden they State's might, a terrible. They matchup. might not have to play like now with the curry yep. thing so. a healthy phoenix is kind of like not a, not ideal it's for uh, denver so I, I don't know they just have a lot of teams that i'm like i'd be kind of worried if they have to face them so um yeah i mean we could talk about we could talk about denver now because i wanted to hit them yeah what do you got um, you like them a lot so yeah did you guys, <laughs> you guys watch it, yeah. the sixers <laughs> nuggets game in philly where Embiid sort of kicked Jokic's ass, and yeah. I didn't watch it, but I saw all the reactions. That <laughs> was a TV, baby. That was very, very, like, that felt like a significant swing in the MVP race to me. And the stuff that the Sixers were doing with Jokic was interesting. So their strategy was to put Tucker on him and have Embiid protect the rim from cutters. Because if you put if you put your like your rim protector on Jokic, where Jokic is out on top or like at the elbow, he can hit those cutters so easily. And they're like that's kind of like a free layup once they get behind the defense, right? But what they were doing is having someone super strong like Tucker who's not gonna get just bodied, who's not gonna get backed down by Jokic, and then having you know Jokic having Embiid sort of protect the paint and and showing help when they need to and sort of like just kind of patrolling the rim area and it was working really well Jokic Jokic did not have he had a really low scoring game um and his assist numbers were down a little bit too um I don't know if this I don't know if this is something that he would just figure out because he's you know the greatest like arguably better than LeBron in terms of like the, the IQ stuff and, and just the passing angles and all of that. Um, and I don't know if teams, I don't know if other teams in the West even have the personnel to do this. Like if you're if you, like, think like Memphis, like Memphis could put, could do this with Jaron Jackson, right. And have Jaron Jackson play the MB role. But I don't think they have someone who's good enough defense on offense and defense that's strong enough to, to do what PJ Tucker was doing. Um, for the Sixers. So I don't really know if this is going to matter in the West playoffs too much, but it was, a, it was a strategy that I had not seen teams do versus Jokic. And it, I, I think it really worked and does it matter? Maybe, maybe he would figure it out, but it was, it was cool to see them, them sort of come up with another way to like um, impede him. And um, 
because everything else doesn't work. I think, I think he is the one guy um, that you kind of like shrug. Like I think Curry is, is sort of in this way too, but almost not even at the level of Jokic of what Jokic is doing right now. Um, with Giannis, you can kind of build the wall. Um, Aro's Ar- Ar- speed mugging over there. He's not, he didn't like what he heard. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I watched Giannis kind of run through, run through some people a couple years back. And I mean, Curry's run last year, man. Like, uh, it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to like, look, I get it. He's killing it in the regular season. He's killing it in the regular season for three years in a row now. I get all that. But like, have we seen that level in the playoffs? I don't know. And, and yeah, the team hasn't been there around him, but like, I, I'm just like, I, I'm struggling to buy it at the same level because I think you can wear him down in a way that you can't wear down Curry. You can't wear down Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think either of those two guys can be worn down. And I think we've seen that, especially with Curry um, with this, the conditioning level that he's at now is like above really anyone. Um, and yeah, Giannis is a bit, Giannis is kind of the same way. I think Giannis had some problems in 2021 when he was just, I remember in game seven, he was like on the bench and his brother was playing and I was like, what the, what is happening? Like, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I think I'm a more believer in them than most. Um, and the team is better. There's a lot of bones trade rumors out there now. I did not like hearing that. I think he's good and should be kept. And I, I didn't understand that. Like, I don't know. What did y'all think about that? Yeah, I don't know who they'll get back that that's like worth giving him away. Like, I get the experience is like a little inconsistent with him, but like, I again, I just don't know like what kind of player he's, he's so young and he's good already. Like, I, I just that, yeah. I, that, that was a head scratcher. Well, what team would trade, you know, a piece? A piece I mean, because who are you going to trade him to first of all? You're going to trade him to a contender. You're going to trade him to a, you know, a bad team. But then what would you get from a contender? Or what would you get from a bad team? Something I saw, I did see one that was they would trade him to the Pelicans for Najee Marshall if Denver wants to be better defensively. That kind of made sense to me, but I don't, I still wouldn't do it if I was them. Like if the Pelicans did that, I would be ecstatic right ecstatic, yeah Owens is like yeah. my favorite like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite young players that we have but um I think I think I mean I think Aaron Gordon's been much better this year and Christian Brown is someone that they can actually get minutes from if they're just sort of if they're banking on him being able to replace um Bones's minutes but I would still have Denver first I think um in the west and yeah, I think I think a healthy Phoenix would be a problem for them. We've seen that in the past. Um, but if, if it's not Golden State playing them, I feel pretty good. Yeah, but again, like I, I just my only concern with them is that like there are a couple teams that they really really don't match up well against. Right? And like I would even arguably throw in Dallas into that. Like I think it'd be interesting to see Dallas, especially now with Kyrie kind of work against Denver. Like I think they're yeah. in a lot of trouble. Um kind of pick and roll in the depth. Um, I agree that Phoenix Phoenix is a bad matchup. And I agree that the Pelicans Yeah. Are. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, like it, it's hard to like discredit a team that's been like so good this year. Um 
but yeah just like don't feel as comfortable with them as like I want to be and like I don't know we've seen their like defensive struggles at times too and that stuff like like I, yeah I just feel like they're gonna get figured out um a little bit too much and maybe the scoring will be able to make up for it this time and like they have a lot of pieces and they have like a lot of really good like supporting pieces this year which they didn't have before but um I don't know there, there have been you know like they're what they're the 15th defense right now so yeah that's what like that's what it's gets been middle of the pack and that's an improvement from what it's been it's been in the yeah pretty... yeah but you know so. again like I mean you look at Boston two and four, right? Milwaukee, Milwaukee's offense is terrible, but yeah, first on defense, right? And so, like, you want to see a little bit better. Um, Usually, you want to be top defense. ten. Yeah, so that's my biggest concern with them. Yeah, and I would, yeah, it wouldn't worry me as much if Denver was like the best offense in the league, but they're just not. And yeah, well, technically they're, but like, yeah, I don't know if it like makes up for it. I like I, I but I would like consider like Boston to be like I would consider like Boston yeah. to be a better offense because of all the shooters they have like because of all the all the guys they have that can shoot and dribble and all that so um yeah I don't know um other team I wanted to was to hit was the Clippers um they stopped playing two K a little bit and have. <laughs> sort of come back to being a real team. Um, Kawhi's looked a lot better recently. Um, they did have that really bad class against the Bucks the other night where it was just Kawhi and PG ISO ball at the end. Um, and I, I just don't think it's going to work against a team like the Bucks because Drew was sort of stopping both of them and then Middleton was doing a good job as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. They're fourth in the West right now. They've played a really easy schedule so far and it's going to get harder. Um, I don't really like I would not pick them. I, I see them as a second round exit right now. And I like the coaching is so good and and all of that stuff, but man, they they are injury prone. And it seems like they, they play with they're kind of like Memphis East where they play Memphis West where they or I guess they're both West, but they, they play they play I don't know what you mean. yeah, they play like they're entitled already, like like they've already won something. Um, I don't feel that way about Denver, um, really. And um, Lou is great, and we've seen it. And they they very could have easily made the finals in twenty one, where they didn't even have Kawhi. Um, if a couple plays in that series goes goes differently against the Suns, but I think the West is better than it was then. And I if if they if if it doesn't happen this year, I don't know if it's ever going to happen with with those two. So. Yeah, it's hard to, to trust those two to, yeah, like you said, even be healthy. Um, and I think even if they are healthy, like there just seems to be something that goes wrong with this team every single year. Um, they, I don't know, weirdly for them, I feel pretty comfortable in a matchup against almost any team that's not the Nuggets. Um, I think they're like more or less okay. I, I think Memphis would be an interesting series. Uh, Memphis yeah. could like give them some problems. Um, and like the size, physicality aspect of it, I'd be kind of curious. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a team that like I think coming into the year, like I, I thought they were the best. Like if they're healthy, like I thought they were the best team in the West. 
but like it just doesn't seem to like gel um, and they don't really seem to have time to gel um, and so yeah it's hard for me to pick pick them over some of these uh, other teams that just have like more stability I guess um, so that, that's a concern for me um, but yeah they, like you know Kawhi again like seems to be kind of rounding back in the form uh, Paul George is well He's had an all-star season, I guess. Uh, I'm sure people have okay. takes on yeah, that. He, he had a good, he had a really good start, okay. and I think Kawhi coming back has sort of shadowed what he's been doing. But yeah, he's been solid. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, yeah, there's just a lot of like inconsistencies on the team, and like I don't know, Reg Jackson's kind of up and down. Marcus Morris, like same thing. Like I, some of the nights I tune in, like those guys are taking like, bad shots, and like they're they're just all off. You know, when they're off, like it's ugly to watch. Um, yeah. And like you said, like the game can just kind of boil down into too much ISO ball for them, especially towards like the end and crunch time. Canard, want to trust Kawhi, really but like I don't know if you can anymore. What's up? Canard's been really good. Um, yeah, that's been a bright spot for them. I think Terrence Mann has not developed as well. I was as much I, as we wanted him to, as I wanted him to, but then as, <laughs> as they wanted him to uh, as well. But. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to make any moves at the deadline. It seems like they'd be a team that would. Um, I really – I did like the idea of them getting Kyrie. Um, I would have loved it, yeah. But I think I think if think if I think if they were – we've talked about this before. If they were able to get something like like Conley, like – or yeah. like even like a Kyle Lowry, like someone to sort of steady steady their offense, someone who's older, um, I think that would be a good, good look for them. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the main thing, right? Like, you know, PG and Kawhi, like as good as they are, like they don't they don't control the offense in that way. You know, and I think there are a lot of other teams in the West that kind of have that that person that can kind of control the offense. And like you just don't when you don't have that, like again, once it bogs down and like once they start playing messy, like Tyloo can only do so much, right? So well, I also think it gets different when you get into the playoffs with that team. Because every year they've been in the playoffs, it's been Kawhi or Paul George. Like you haven't had uh, maybe maybe Reggie Jackson, especially in those Maverick series. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, I, I agree. I think another ball handler who can kind of steady the ship would be good for because obviously the defense taking a step down from the last couple of years from when Kawhi and Paul George were both first team, second team, all defense. But I mean. I, I do think it's different when it gets to the playoffs, though. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I want to think that they can just turn it on. Um, and, and to, I mean, to be fair, in, like, 2021, last time we saw this team fully healthy, like, they kind of did turn it on. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. The West is it's deep, man. And, like, you got to be on it from, like, the jump. Um, otherwise, you can get, like, in trouble pretty quick. So, yeah. It's a matchup for them. Um, I like, I, I'd like the Pelicans matchup for them. If I was the Clippers, um, Denver, I think would give me worries. Memphis is interesting. I, I, I'd probably lean towards Memphis being a bad matchup for them. Um, yeah. then you have to, you have to think about the Kings and all of these scenarios too. So, um, I think the Kings would also give them some trouble, but. Yeah. Are we buying the Kings? Like, are you buying the Kings? I think mean, no. it's hard not to at this point, but I, I'm not. You know. I I think I think in terms of like my hierarchy of the West, it would probably go. If we're assuming health for every team, yeah, I'd go. 
Nuggets, Mavs, Pelicans, Memphis. Then, then the Kings, and then probably the Clippers. Yeah, that that would be the, yeah. the top six, and then you know beyond that, I think the war. I mean, I think the war. I, like, if the Warriors are healthy, yeah, awesome. I just don't see. I I don't see that happening. Um, and you know, Clay's. I think Clay's been better than yeah. Clay's Clay's been a lot better, but I, I just don't. I don't I, like assuming health for every team except them. I guess like <laughs> their matchup dependent too. Because if they if they pick if they get Denver, I think they're going to beat Denver. But or the or Memphis, we've seen them own Memphis too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I just don't I don't think Curry's going to be there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, Curry's not there. Then they're in trouble. Yeah, I think. Like I, I thought it was a big problem at the start of the season and they never really seem to figure it out where like the non-curry minutes still just don't look good. Well it's like um, they're still they're still five they're still a five hundred team and we're fifty-four yeah. games in. And they're still so bad on the road and we're fifty-four games in. Like this this yeah. kind of stuff that like you kind of dismiss as like early season hangover, like it's we're pretty in deep now. Like it's and it, yeah. it not all of it can be blamed on injuries. Like yeah, there's something going on with the dynamic between Curry and Poole, like where he got ejected for throwing his mouthpiece recently. Um, yeah, there's stuff, there's stuff going on. Um, and I think, I think the Wolves are definitely like the king of, of the bad vibes teams, along with the Raptors, <laughs> probably. But, um, man, we were wrong about them, but yeah, you uh, especially, that's a big me, especially, you have time. Oh, the Wolves? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Raptors. I was like, that's, I didn't know. No, 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 that, no. that was all me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, take, I'll okay. take You know what? The Wolves. Yeah, I'll take responsibility for the Wolves then. <laughs> I like the right. Like, I thought that team was built for the regular season. <laughs> all right, let's do, let's do title prediction, and then we'll do the quick hitters, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Right now, I think I don't know what I said last time, but I totally I, <laughs> it's been too long. I think I'm gonna go Celtics over Nuggets. I like it. I'm gonna go Bucks over Pelicans. Be a dream. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Celtics. I'll take the Celtics over the Nuggets too. That sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. All right. There you have it. Um, okay, quick hitters. I have like ten of these, and we're just gonna run, just gonna run through them. Uh, this is about who is better right now between the players that I'm gonna name. So, Jesus. would you take Trey, Lamelo, or Halliburton? Trey, Halliburton. I take Halliburton too. That's fair. We could discuss. I, I won't argue that too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's quick hitter, man. <laughs> I think it's clearly not Lamelo, but. As long as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as neither of you were going to say Lamelo, I was happy. Uh, Sabonis <laughs> or Bam? Sabonis. Sabonis. Okay, I'd go Bam. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think the defense uh, makes up for it. But... Uh, Jalen Brown or Paul George right now? Paul George. <laughs> Jalen Brown. I think I'm going Paul George too, but damn, that one's close. Jalen almost came out of my mouth there. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm uh, back and forth. Ja or SGA? 
SGA. That's for my boy. SGA, SGA. I, I, okay, I'm gonna go Jaw, but oh, I look close. I, I just oh yeah. I want to go SGA. I think SGA is is more likable, but yeah. Oh, he's more likable. We'll see. We'll see about. We didn't talk about this, but there's the the jaw news today about like him and his him and his crew. We were talking about it before we hit record, but him and his his associates, I guess I should say, were. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the report said. (laughs) Were were threatening, like they were like pointing a laser at some Pacers staff or I don't know. Did y'all read the story? I I, I don't have athletics. Yeah, it was like a laser pointed at like the Pacers, I think staff and like security. Uh, the athletic. Yeah, that was, the, that was the game that, uh, uh, that pay, uh, Nem, Nemhard, Nemhard, that's his name? Yeah. 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 He was, he was talking crap to a uh, team Morant. So I think that was, that was what happened in the, in the aftermath of oh, that situation. Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, Pacers sense. traveling party. So I don't know what that means. I don't know who that. And then Ja was, was in the car yeah. with his friends. We'll say. Yeah. And so maybe there's something, but then he said, but then he said it wasn't true. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's interesting. There's been a lot of like weird stories this year. I feel like. Especially starting Memphis, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, starting Memphis, but then we got started with the pool, the pool punch. Yeah. And um, like there's been a lot Charlotte, of Charlotte. Half of Charlotte getting sent to jail. Yeah, like, the, the, the Mo the yeah. the Wagner versus Killian Hayes thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, early in the season. It's been yeah. some been a lot of fights. I kind of like it, but it's still trippy. Yeah. Um okay, pool or maxi. Maxi, Maxi, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's our first one that we've all agreed on. Um, yeah. Hero or Edwards? Edwards. Hero. Wow. I go Edwards. Yeah. That one's interesting because they don't really play the same position, but like, it, I guess they do. But it doesn't feel like yeah. it. Like they're just they're just yeah. so, they're so different. Um, but yeah. I was, yeah. I came up with these like 10 minutes before we hit record. So, um, Nas Reed or Aiton? That's disrespectful. <laughs> I don't think it is. That is the most disrespectful. I take Nas Reed. I'm serious. I, I don't care. Oh my God. That's wild, man. Nah, Aiden, man. Come on. Come on. I love Nas Reed, but yeah, I, I think it's Aiden. Big eight, you can guard That's... Steph Curry. Did y'all watch that game? Oh, it's amazing. No, it was amazing. <laughs> that changed Reed. your mind on it. Nasri oh, single-handedly God. beat a healthy Warriors <laughs> team the other night. You're ridiculous, man. Just, just, I'm just. Let's uh, watch it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, Booker, Booker or Mitchell? Ah, Booker. But come on, I mean, there's only one answer I'm giving. Booker. I can't. I know JT's going Mitchell. Yeah, I'm going Mitchell. The guy. I know you are. <laughs> the guy scored 71 in the flow of the game. Uh, all right. Oh, all right. okay, okay. Tell me when he uh, has 40 back to back in the finals. He couldn't beat that Clippers team, man. He had his chance. He had the same path. Wait, who had 40 back to back in the finals? Booker. Booker? He had 40? Yeah, he had the triple double 40. 
and then 40 again the next game, and he got like I think it was double double. That was the final games four and five. Yeah, games four and five. We lost both. That's why I probably don't remember. But like, yeah, I thought I thought he had. The, I thought the triple double was game one against the Clippers. Yeah, and then he had another one in the finals. I'm pretty sure. He definitely had 40 back to back. I think one of the 40s was a. I think game four was a 40. Um, I'm looking this up because I don't remember. I, I am as well. Yeah. Game four NBA Finals 2021 box score. Uh. No, game oh, four wasn't. He had it was game five and game four. Yeah, but what it was one of them a triple double? Triple double never happened in the finals. Ah, fuck. okay, okay, okay. My yeah. bad. So you were right back to back forties. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. I'm still yeah. taking uh, Fox or Garland? Uh, Fox. Right now, Fox. Yeah, right now, Fox. This was this is the hardest one I think we've done, but I think it's Garland. Yeah. I mean, it's so close. Yeah, that, that, like, that. I, yeah. I, I'm not even mad at you for for picking Garland. I think Garland is the best. Like besides Curry, I think he might be the best. Like besides Curry, besides like the super superstars, I think he's the best yeah. ball handler in the league. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like besides job, ja, I, I mean, besides not job, ja, besides like Curry, Luca, etc. Like I think he's the best. Right, right, right. Like LeBron, like. Um, yeah. Ingram or Markkanen? I haven't haven't seen that much of Ingram, right? So I guess Markkanen just like this year, but like, I like I think Ingram's the better player. Can that yeah, be my yeah, answer? Yeah. Is yeah. it just like a this year thing, or is it like who you would take? Yeah, this that? year. Like, who's better right now, oh, basically? I don't know. I mean, they've got to take Markkinen, but for the next five years, I'd take Ingram. Yeah, I'd probably take Markkinen, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, not yeah. long-term, for sure. Uh, okay. Desmond Bain or Brad Bradley Beal? Beal. That feels like a trap question. Desmond Bain. It's not a trap. I'm going Bade. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I don't think Beal. I think Beal is just not. I don't know if he's like satisfied with his is... money now, but like you don't you don't ever see like a Beal 50 point game anymore. Like that it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but you don't see a doesn't Bane 50 point game. Like because <laughs> he plays a job. Like it's not like it's not his role. I don't know. I think he's better at I think he's better at his role than, than Beal is at his. Um okay. okay. We got two more. Aaron Gordon or Jeremy Grant? I love Jeremy Grant. So I'm going Jeremy Grant. But Aaron Gordon's probably having a better season. Yeah, I go Jeremy Grant too. I, I would too. I would too. Yeah. Aaron Gordon's having a great I love him. Um, yeah. All right, last one. And this is this is this one will be fun. Uh, we got the rim protector all-stars here. Claxton, Turner, Rob Williams, or Lopez. You pick one. Oh man, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Jaron Jackson. I, you could add, I would add him too. This one I gotta think a little bit. You gave me you gave me too many options. Longer. Yeah, you got five options. So uh, yeah, I mean you them if you I'm want. leaning. Well, I'm leaning Claxton right now just because like he's like in the form of his like life. 
but like I don't know for the whole season I'd probably lean like JJJ but like I don't know what Rob was doing last year in the playoffs like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank them I think we should rank them that's the best way to do it okay all right you know what I'm gonna go Rob first JJJ second and then who else you got Claxton Lopez and Turner Claxton Lopez and Turner yeah would that be your order uh no I'll, I'll probably go yeah, no, actually, that would be my order. Yeah, yeah. So, Lopez Turner. Rob, so. Rob, Rob, JJJ, Claxton okay. Lopez Turner, and then Claxton Lopez Turner. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Turner over Lopez, but yeah. I think that, I mean, this year I think I'd have JJJ at one, Claxton at two, Rob Will at three, and Turner and Lopez. Yeah. I'm a lot higher on Lopez than you guys. I mean, I love Lopez, but, like, it's, like, how much of that is, like, within the context of the team? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know. That's, like, hard for me to separate. Like, same thing with Rob. Like, I don't know how good you'd be on a non-Celtics team. Like, I definitely think that's true for Rob. Good. I don't know how yeah. for Lopez. I, I, think, I think I'd go Claxton first. Um, okay. Claxton first. Lopez, then JJJ. Wow. Um, okay. Then then Rob, then Turner. Okay. I, I don't JJJ fouls too much, man. He he like it's <laughs> he gonna do him again. He does foul too much. It's gonna do him again yeah. in the playoffs. It's gonna happen. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. That's all I have, unless one of you came up with one of those in the last five minutes. So okay. no. I, I didn't realize that was supposed to be. No, you don't have to. You were you, you got to sign homework at the start of class. Man. Don't worry. I should I should give you homework though. Um, <laughs> all right, I think that's it for us. We are going to watch Kyrie make his debut on Wednesday against the Clippers. Um, that's gonna be a fun game. I, I, I think I'm gonna like. Make yeah, it. I think Luca comes back that game too. Yeah, he does. He does because that's fireworks. He's missing. He missed their last. He can't game. miss a game against the Clippers. Missing one more. Yeah. Hey, if he doesn't, that's why that's insurance. I mean, I don't know. We'll see if Kyrie actually plays, though, because you can't trust a word he says. Um, <laughs> dude, I saw the tweet today about him being ecstatic about playing with Luca. That's like a copy and paste from like five years ago with him being ecstatic about going to Boston. Like somebody, I, I can find it and I'll send it to you guys after this, but like it is identical. Well, Horford's wife tweeted that picture of him saying like i'll be back if you guys yeah. want me at the at like the the season ticket holder thing that they had in boston yeah um he said that in cleveland too i think so. yeah i thought that was funny so yeah yeah and that's man what happened all right we're done <laughs>